This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There's two ways to get attention in this world, by jumping into the spotlight and by staying as far away from it as possible, ironically. What's up? This is Marques Saves the Republic. Thanks so much for joining us. A quick programming note. It is Friday. It is the 16th of December, and we are going to be uh, taking a hiatus next week, um, actually through the 26th of December. We take our Christmas vacation next week, so there will be no new podcast. I think I mentioned it before. I'm going to try, try to get a couple of interesting things up on this podcast, so you'll still have something to download and listen to, uh, but it won't be brand new, newsworthy, kind of, you know, up-to-date, current events type stuff. It'll be other stuff that's interesting that you may find interesting that you may want to listen to. In fact, I hope you do. Um, and um, and then we'll return with new live podcasts on the 27th of December, which is a Tuesday, and, uh, and then we'll go whole hog into 20. 23. So if you're one of those people that loves to listen to this podcast every day, first of all, thanks so much. I'm so excited that you love to listen every day. And that's why I do it every day. Um, And you know, it helps me prepare for the show, helps me get my mind wrapped around what's important, what's not important, get some thoughts out there uh, before we before we do our three hour broadcast every day. Um, But now we're going to take a little bit of a break. We're going to go up to the cabins, hang out in the mountains, uh, you know, make some s'mores, go hiking with the dogs. It's going to be it's going to be hopefully very relaxing and also cold, I realized. You know, living in Florida, you um, you forget how cold it gets, but it gets cold other places. <laughs> and so we're going to experience some of that. Which, oh, let me have a sip of my coffee here. Mm. Which, by the way, I'm drinking out of my Bullet Bourbon uh, whiskey mug. I went out to the store the other day to buy some bourbon. And they had, you know how they have like the Christmas uh, packages, they have, you know, they'll take like your favorite, they'll take like for the holidays, if you're doing a gift or you need a gift, last minute gift for somebody, you don't just buy a bottle, but they have these gift sets and it comes with a couple tumblers or, you know, a shaker or whatever it is. There was a, uh, a bourbon gift set for a bullet bourbon and it came with a little coffee mug. And I thought to myself, I like bullet bourbon. I like coffee. So, um, so I bought it and now I have this little orange bullet coffee mug that I'm drinking. I wonder if I should be drinking bourbon out of it. Now that I think about it, maybe it's not a coffee mug at all. Maybe it's a maybe it's a mug that looks like a coffee mug, but really you're supposed to drink bourbon out of it so people don't realize you're drinking bourbon. Oh, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Well, anyway, I'll figure. I'll figure. I'll finish my coffee and then I'll load it up. Um, I'll load it up with some bullet, and uh, and then the party will will really begin. Listen, so uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with the election, and you know there's there's a couple of players in this election on the Republican side. First of all, it's Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump, who is the former president, can still serve another term, is very eager to do so, still feels like he was wrongly uh, and unjustly, and a lot of us do, um, and unfairly kept out of the White House by some lying, cheating, you know, Democrats. Um, he announced first, right before the uh, the Georgia runoff, a couple of weeks before the Georgia runoff, which made people annoyed, but got him some attention. And ever since then, he's been doing other things that are getting him attention, somewhat negative, but also, you know, attention nonetheless. The Kanye West dinner with um, his white supremacist friend, what's his name? Nick, uh, I forget. Um, then now there's this big Ameri- this big launch of his NFTs that people are making fun of him for because they said you made a big ma- major announcement, but you're just selling digital playing cards of yourself. 
Um, all of these things are keeping Donald Trump in the press. They're keeping him in, at the forefront, not just the political problems, not just the legal, you know, shenanigans that the Democrats are trying to throw at him to keep him, uh, keep him off track, but also all of these other things that he is doing to keep himself first and foremost in everyone's mind is well, keeping him first and foremost in everyone's mind. And that's one way to garner attention when you're, when you want to run for president. The second way to do it is actually with, uh, is what Ron DeSantis is doing. And Ron DeSantis has been basically ignoring the presidential primary spotlight. He's just focusing on his task, which is being governor. He's just focusing on what he's doing, which is suing people for, uh, you know, COVID misinformation and, and the origins of the virus and, and he's, you know, out there shuttling these immigrants all over the country. And he's doing everything that in his power as governor to make sure that he's still in the forefront, but not because as a presidential candidate. He's laying off of that. He hasn't said a damn thing about being president. He hasn't even said, I want to do it. He, as far as he's concerned, he's the governor of Florida. And those are, um, you know, those are the two different ways that you can play this. In a way, what, what and what's happening with Donald Trump is everyone's like everyone's focused on every aspect of his life as they have been for the last six years. So they keep giving him the attention. What's interesting about Ron DeSantis is that Ron DeSantis is everyone's focusing on him because they're they don't they're they just they're waiting. They're like, when is this guy going to say something about running for president? When's it going to happen? I mean, they're everybody is they're taking poll after poll after poll about Ron DeSantis as a presidential primary candidate. And he hasn't even announced it's a really it's two dudes uh, with very similar viewpoints, with very similar you know agendas, with very similar ideas about how to govern two dudes in the same party from the same state. And they are they are handling this whole primary two very different ways. And I think as we get you know more and more into closer and closer to primary season, especially after next year, you're going to start to see. Uh, you're, I, I think you're, I don't know. You may see a shift. You may see the two of them shift where Donald Trump takes more of a backseat, probably not likely, but then Ron DeSantis is going to come into the forefront eventually. If he announces that he's going to run, uh, it's still anybody's ball game, but the never Trumpers and the Democrats, they're doing their best to uh, belittle and ridicule and criminalize and demonize Donald Trump every step of the way. Uh, which then of course the, the more Ron DeSantis sits back and says, nothing gives him more of that shimmer and shine. I mean, think about this. If you're not out there saying stuff, if you're not out there doing stuff, if you're not out there inviting white supremacists to dinner or, or, you know, uh, releasing your own line of NFTs, then you're not giving anybody any fuel for their fire. And you're keeping yourself as clean as, as, as you can for as long as you can. And I think rightly so. There's no reason for Ron DeSantis to do anything else and then just govern Florida and help the people here in Florida, like myself, have the best lives um, that they can. The other problem that I think Donald Trump is running into is Donald Trump has always been great at sucking up all the oxygen in the media. Donald Trump has had, he's been amazing. When he walked into a room, everybody looked at him. When he walked into an interview, everybody aired it. When he tweeted something, everybody shared that tweet over. It was news. Donald Trump could write 140 characters on a, web, on a, um, on a website or on a social media app, and it was news. People clipped it. They used it as graphics. They shared it like 100 bajillion times. Whatever Donald Trump did or said uh, on Twitter became news. Whenever Donald Trump was on television, everybody aired it. During the during the primaries and during the campaign, Donald Trump had 96% of the news coverage. Hillary Clinton had four. All of it was negative on Donald Trump's part, part but it was still uh, 96% of the news coverage. And as a result, there was no room for anybody else. Now that's changed a little bit. There's a couple of people who have come along 
and they've been able to make a splash. One of them, probably the biggest one, is Elon Musk. And Elon Musk is taking up a lot of oxygen. He's not running for anything. He's not a politician. He's not going to be president. But Elon Musk and what he's done with Twitter and the way he's taken over one of the the real feathers in the Democrats' cap, one of their biggest weapons, and he has basically, I mean, he's neutered the Democrats when it comes to Twitter. Just yesterday, he announced that if you, uh, there's there's this Twitter account, this guy, this kid, actually, it's a really fascinating story. This kid, I think he was in high school, maybe, uh, he came up with this program where he could tweet out the exact location of Elon Musk's jet, because Elon Musk has a private jet and he flies it around and, you know, the airline um, aviation records are public. So it wasn't anything illegal, but it was just kind of, you know, a douchey thing to do because this guy's a billionaire. He's got family and friends on this jet. And this kid thought it would be funny to track it. So wherever the jet was around the world, whether it was flying or landing or in a hangar, it was the Elon jet tracker. And that was a way to know where Elon was going whenever he was going there. Well, Elon didn't like it. So before he owned Twitter, he called the kid up and he said, I'll give you $50,000 to shut it down. And, or he said something like $30,000 to shut it down. Or no, I'm sorry. He gave, offered him like five grand to shut it down. But then the kid said, give me 50. And Elon said, no. So the jet tracker continued. Now Elon owns Twitter and he shut down Elon's jet tracker. Uh, the kid's account was, was shut down. He can't tweet it anymore. You, I mean, I think he can still track it, but you can't tweet it out. And, um, and that was a big point of contention. Then Elon Musk came up with a new policy saying real-time doxing of location for anybody is now against Twitter's terms of service. So if you say, hey, here's where this person is right now on Twitter, especially if it's Elon Musk, uh, you get your account canceled. And a bunch of reporters after Elon Jet had been deleted or had been suspended and after he made this new rule against real-time doxing. A bunch of reporters, a whole bunch of them, tweeted out Elon Jet and his location. And so he suspended them all. And of course, AOC went ballistic. The left went crazy. They couldn't believe that he was suspending Washington Post journalists and New York Times journalists and all these Democrat journalists just because they, you know, violated the terms of service. I mean, the terms of service, they all reported on it. They knew that real-time doxing was a violation of the terms of service. They went ahead and did it anyway. And Elon Musk was like, look, dudes, I ain't kidding. I ain't playing around. This is for real, for real. Uh, he called them He called them assassination coordinates when he was going back and forth with AOC. And it, become, it became the, the top headline on Drudge immediately. I mean, that's what's happening now. Elon Musk... Whenever he does or tweets or says something, whenever he appears anywhere, whenever he makes some kind of decision or big major move, that is becoming news. And it's becoming the kind of news that Donald Trump's tweets and actions and conversations and ideas used to used to be. Elon Musk is sucking up some of Donald Trump's oxygen. He's taking the eye off of Donald Trump. And now when Donald Trump does something, it's news for a bit. But then Elon Musk will do something else. And that's news. And because he controls Twitter and because Donald Trump ain't there, it seems like he's more and more of the story. The other thing we've noticed is Kanye West has also been with his crazy anti-Semitic rants and raves and things like that, has also been able to suck up a whole bunch of Donald Trump's oxygen on the places where Donald Trump used to go. Uh, You know, all of Donald Trump's favorite hangouts, now there's competition from, you know, slightly political. Kanye West says he's running for president. Okay, we'll see what happens. But it it, it definitely appears that there there are new players who've been able to capitalize 
on the same kind of publicity stunts and publicity, uh, you know, the same kind of, they're using Donald Trump's publicity playbook. And uh, as a result, you know, they're, they're taking up a bigger piece of that pie, um, which makes it harder and harder for Trump uh, to maintain his celebrity status going into 2024. Anyway, so it's going to be really interesting to see how long will people be focused on Elon Musk? Probably a while. How long is there going to be someone else that pops up and is able to do the same thing that Elon Musk has done? And that is become a major news story almost on a daily basis and become the kind of person that that Donald Trump was during his campaign in 2016 and all throughout his presidency, will Ron DeSantis continue to get more and more popular by doing less and less when it comes to the presidential? Pro- I mean, think about this. You've got you've got Mike Pence, who everyone knows wants to run for president and one was vice president. You've got Mike Pompeo, who was secretary of uh, state and who everyone knows wants to run for president. You've got a bunch of other hopefuls who are out there testing the waters, Nikki Haley, uh, Glenn Youngkin. And then you've got Ron DeSantis, who is the only person who has not made any comment or mention about wanting to or planning to run for president in 2024, but he's the guy everybody wants. And the more he stays silent, the more noise he actually begins to make. It's really, really fascinating to watch. And we will, uh, we will of course, continue to watch it. But just know this, the left is going after Elon like they used to go after Trump. And that's another reason why he's getting a lot of their information. So uh, we're, it's gonna, this is going to be a really cool... This is going to be a really cool year in 2023. We have a lot going on. We have a lot that we're going to plan and build out. We have some outreach to conservatives because that's what we really need to work on. We've always said it's not just about conservative ideas. It's about getting those conservative ideas out there. You listening to this podcast is fantastic, but I'm guessing if you listen to this podcast on the on a daily basis, you're conservative. You you have a conservative uh, viewpoint. You're you know have Christian morals, whatever it is. You found this podcast, you liked it, you like to listen to it, it rejuvenates you, that's great. But, you know, it's like I always say, this podcast is not the race. This is the pit stop. This is the pit stop. You come here to refuel, to get a fresh set of tires, get some water shot in your mouth, and then you got to take the, and then you got to go out there and you got to race. This podcast is a 15-minute refueling, a pit, you know, pit stop for you. And then you've got to take this information, you got to go out there and you got to get other people, you got to get out in front of the pack and you've got to lead people with the information that you hear here. And again, an easy way to do it is just to share this podcast, share our videos, share our Twitter links, our TikToks, our, our Instagram videos, all this. I mean, this, it's the same content. It's the same message. It's the same everywhere. Um, it's just different ways for you to get out there. And we're going to make it easier for you actually in 2023 to share this message and become one of these conservative um, evangelists so that we can, you know, make sure that come 2024, we're not just we're not we're not caught with our tail tucked between our legs. We're not just barely scraping by. We've we're out there with the messaging and the voice and the votes to really go out and save the republic.